0: So, I thought I would break down the upcoming fights for Fight Island featuring Brett Johns, John Phillips, and Jack Shaw. So, I'm going to kick it off with Brett Johns versus Montel Jackson. Now, going into this, Brett is a 2-1 to underdog, and Jackson's priced at 2-5. to So... What do we know about Montel Jackson? Well, he's 28 years of age and started training wrestling in high school. And his initial goal was to become an Olympic wrestler, which he gave up on for personal reasons. And he actually turned down the offer to wrestle at college. So he did start training in the Olympic Training Center in Michigan eventually. But how big a part... World Wrestling play in this one. Brett has a 79% takedown defense in the UFC and averages 3.72 takedowns per 15 minutes himself. Montel has averaged 1.8 takedowns per 15 uh, minutes in the octagon and has a takedown defense of 68%. So the stats... Are in favour of Brett in terms of the wrestling. Though you can't necessarily read in too much to the stats. Because different opponents and different styles make fights. But certainly the stats are in favour of Brett. So you could argue that wrestling may not be the best course of action for the American. Who was 6-0 and before he signed for the UFC. And featured on Dana White's Tuesday night contender series. Went in via technical knockout. So, you know, he does have different weapons to his arsenal. He made his UFC debut two months later. And on 11 day notice, lost to Ricky Simone by unanimous decision. Now, going the distance on 11 days notice with a guy like Ricky Simone... ...does tell you that this guy is durable and at the top caliber. He has had some issues with making weight. Um, he had to forfeit 20% of his person and fight at a catch weight in his last fight... ...as he was over the bantamweight limit. But won against Keller via first round sub. He then went on to win again at UFC 236... Via unanimous decision and another unanimous decision in January of 2020. So he's riding a win streak at the moment. His wins are coming in um, impressive, unanimous fashion. And so that is why it's likely that the odds makers have him as the favourite. So his only loss has come on 11 days notice against Ricky Simone who is a real talent and has beaten guys like Ray Borg. So you can't read in too much to that defeat. Brett is coming off a big win Um, in his last fight, which he won via rear naked choke back in January, snapping a two-fight loss streak. It was such an important fight for Brett to win, and there was probably a lot of pressure on his shoulders. So... Winning that fight is going to do a lot for his confidence going into this one. Um, his two losses came to Pedro Munoz and Aldermain Sterling who are widely regarded as the two of the elite in the division. Munoz beating Garbrandt and Sterling currently pushing for a title fight. This will be Brett's sixth fight in the UFC and so any nerves of the big time should be behind him. His record is 16-2. and two. Jackson is 9-1. So experience is on the side of Johns, having had more fights and UFC octagon appearances. Those two losses against Johns, I think, will serve him well as in MMA, um, as Dan Hardy says, you know, you take more good from a loss than a win. So those two losses, especially against guys of that caliber of Munoz and Sterling, were only going to, you know, Be a learning tool and sharpen Brett. And sharpen his arsenal. So those losses will serve him good. And he will have found out so much more about himself. Especially after bouncing back and picking up a win in his last fight. Going into this then. John said his fitness wasn't really affected by lockdown. um, Though getting into the rhythm and the stand up and general. Sharpness took a few sessions to get back to where it was. But overall says lockdown really hasn't phased his fitness and therefore will have no effect on his performance. This'll surely mean that, you know, the fight will grow in Brett's favour as it goes further. Fifty-three percent of Brett's wins come by decision, so grinding it out and you know going into those deep waters is what he's used to. He says he's very positive and happy about this fight. Uh says his skill set is better than Montel in every area. And leading up to this fight, he's prepared by, you know... ...getting his brother and and grappling with his brother... ...who's trying to mimic Montel's uh, style of wrestling... ...of grabbing the wrists and, you know... ...fitness-wise, Brett feels he is the best in the division. He said that there's nobody who's who's fitter than him in the division. And he's also said he's happy to fight in a telephone box with Montel. So, I think it's hard to predict where this fight is going to end up. You've got two guys that love to wrestle you've also got two guys that are extremely tough and durable and, um, and can scrap it out. So it's hard to say Montel may want to keep this one on the feet given Brett's wrestling and jiu-jitsu game. Um, Montel has a significant strike landing ratio of 3.12 strikes per minute and taking the exact same amount of strikes back. Brett has a higher significant strike ratio Landing 3.41 per minute, um, but he's taking 4.74 per minute. Though this isn't necessarily detrimental to Brett, as he's proved to be one of the toughest bantamweights in the division, I would say. Earning credit for his durability and pride in himself on the fact that no one can put him away. You know, we saw Munoz try and try and Brett kept gearing up and, you know, you had uh, the guys on commentary just saying what a gangster Brett was. Uh, he has a never-say-die attitude and he will fight until the last bell. Uh, and His average fight time is higher than Montel, meaning his experience is likely to take over and work in his favour. So, despite the odds, my prediction for this is Brett Johns by decision. I'm not sure if it's going to be unanimous or split. I'm just going to say Brett Johns by decision. So, moving on to John Phillips versus Dusko Todorovic. I'm not going to attempt to say that again. I'm just going to call him Dusko. John is priced at 13 to eight, and Dusko at nine. At sorry, 4 to 9. Again, the Welsh boy being the heavy underdog. The height... Uh, goes in favour of Dusko, John will have a 1 inch reach advantage. So, what do we know about the Serbian? Well, this guy is a bit of an unknown entity. Even the UFC website struggles to find info about him, if you look, We know that he's a young guy, and he's only 9-0, and he hasn't tasted defeat. This will be his UFC debut. His last fight took place on Dana White's Tuesday night contender series. And the majority of his pro MMA record took place on the Serbia MMA circuit. His wins do come by varied methods. So we know that he fancies himself a bit of an all-rounder in the cage. And I watched his last uh, few fights back. And I must say the man has some absolutely nasty... Grounded pound, some good wrestling, some nice sub attempts. He seems a bit of a brute, you know, strong looking and and very methodical and a bit dead behind the eyes in his approach. A style we see from a lot of these guys from Russia, Serbia and, you know, Dagestan, that type of style. But brute force and punching power won't scare Phillips. I mean, this man loves to scrap. He said that he sees a fight as a 15-minute opportunity to put a man away, and that whatever, whenever he fights, he just wants to put people to sleep. So bringing the fight to Phillips will probably, um, you know, pay, play in the favor of John. Um, we saw in his last fight, John wasted no time feeling out his opponent and looking for the perfect timing he asserted his dominance and took the man out in brutal fashion. I expect nothing less from John in this fight. The Serbian brute won't faze him. John will come forward and meet him in the centre if he wants and he'll try and take his head off. So I expect that Dusko he may try and get this one to the floor if he doesn't get a better of the striking. I've seen some good judo throws, some wrestling and mat work from him. John has just a 14% takedown defense in the UFC, and so he will certainly want to keep around the feet because that is his game. He is the Welsh wrecking machine after all. So Dusko may be able to get this one to the floor given the 14% takedown defense, but with his 33% striking accuracy and the power that he possesses, you know, it's, it's a tough ask to get through those hands of John. So, my prediction for this one is. John Phillips by TKO. I think he's going to be riding that aggression from his last fight. And the fact that this fight was you know, due to happen back in March. John is probably very frustrated and just wants to get there and uh, decapitate a man. So again, I'm going with the aggression and I'm going with John Phillips by TKO. So the last fight we're going to look at is difficult to look at um, in the sense that there isn't much info Much we can gather on the opponent of Jack Shaw, which is Aaron Phillips. Jack is twelve and zero. Phillips is twelve and three. This will be the American's return to the UFC, taking a fight on short notice. He previously competed in the UFC in 2014, where he lost both his fights in the octagon. So yet to pick up a win in the UFC and was cut. Since then, he's gone five and one with finishes in his last five, but these fights took place in organizations like Valor or WFC, so the caliber of his opponents are not much to be shouted about. His last win came over a guy with a ten and six record and no notable named wins, so you could say that you know his record and his resume is a bit messy compared to that of Jack who is undefeated a former Cage Warriors champion and riding a UFC win over Hernandez by third round submission back in September. So Phillips has a takedown defense of just 35%, a number that probably won't serve him very well against Shaw, fabled for his ability to dominate guys on the mat with ground and pound and submission and, you know, a real good wrestling game. I think back to when... You know, I was at the event where Jack took on Mike Dale and just dominated him from bell to bell, dominated the striking, dominated the wrestling, and dominated it on the floor. So with four wins via knockout and six by submission, I can't help but feel that wherever the fight goes, Jack is going to have the better of Phillips. And so my prediction for this one is Jack Shaw via... TKO or sub it'll either be some sort of ground and pound or rear naked choke I'm saying so that is our quick breakdown of the three fights that are taking place on Fight Island featuring Brett Johns John Phillips and Jack Shaw be sure to follow us on Instagram at Welsh sports show for more content leading up to the fight and see our fight promo we put together for these three fights. You can find that on YouTube or on Instagram or on Facebook or at Welsh Sports Show. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you the other side of Fight Island when we react to these fights and break down exactly what happened. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed.